Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sunday Wire. I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen. We're streaming out live on the Alternate Current Radio Network and also at 21stCenturyWire.com. Thank you so much for rejoining us. Uh, and before the break, uh, we talked about uh, things that are happening around in different parts of the world. Where a few of our guests this week are from different parts of the world that are in, in a sort of a lockdown situation as well. So we're going to be speaking to different people to get different perspectives. And right now we're going to go to Eastern Europe, uh, to the country of Albania, which has been locked down a bit longer than uh, a few of the uh, other countries in the West, like the UK, for instance, in the US. So, uh, and on the line right now is a, a journalist, um, a university lecturer, and also uh, a great uh, independent geopolitical analyst. And his name is Olsi Yazeji. And uh, he's joining us on the live link uh, right now. Hello, Olsi. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, Olsi. And uh, uh, just before we start, Olsi, uh, tell us how long have has this sort of quote-unquote crisis uh, been gripping your country and um, you know, where, how, how have things progressed since this started till now? Just give us a brief uh, summary so people know more or less uh, you know, how things have, have escalated and, and where we are at the moment. Well, first of all, thank you for having me uh, in your show. Uh, in Albania, we are in a total lockdown since 9th of March 2020. So it is almost uh, 12 to 13 days. Uh, what is very funny in the case of Albania is that <laughs> Albania doesn't have uh, many people who are uh, proclaimed to be infected by the coronavirus. Uh, on the uh, 9th of uh, March, we had the first uh, or, or two people who were proclaimed to be infected. And uh, now the number is around 80. But because of these very few people, we are in a total lockdown here in Albania. Uh, our government, which is ruled by an autocrat, his name is uh, Eddie Rama, and he's a good friend uh, of uh, Tony Blair, uh, the, the prime, ex-Prime Minister of the uh, United Kingdom, and a good friend of George Soros as well. They have put uh, the country in a total lockdown since uh, many days. In this moment that uh, I'm talking, <laughs> nobody is allowed uh, to get out in the streets in Albania. And uh, all the cities and villages and towns are policed by the military and uh, the, the police. Our government has uh, declared a total quarantine of the country, a total quarantine while we do not have uh, that kind of emergency that countries like China or, it- or Italy have because of coronavirus. And uh, since uh, three days, <laughs> our prime minister is calling uh, every Albanian who goes out in the street as a, as a traitor. Uh, people who dare to go out of their homes are arrested. Uh, they are tear gassed. They are beaten by the police. They are fined. Uh, the streets of uh, Tirana since uh, th- uh, three days, so since 19th of March, are being uh, <coughs> uh, 
policed by uh, the military. We, uh, our government has sent uh, to the streets of our capital in Tirana uh, military uh, 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 machines, Humvees, uh, which our government took them from the American army. These Humvees were previously used in Afghanistan to fight against uh, Al-Qaeda and uh, Taliban. These military machines, they, are, they have machine guns of caliber 30 and 50. So these are machines with which uh, you are supposed to go and kill people. And <coughs> we have even armored trucks, Oshkok they're called, uh, and they, 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 are, they are bazooka and mine resistant. So as you can imagine, uh, our government, for some very strange reason that we as citizens of Albania cannot understand, has put our country in a total state of emergency. We have no longer democracy. The constitution doesn't work anymore. So in a few words, we're living under a coronavirus military dictatorship. Uh, uh, the constitution is not functioning anymore. The courts are not functioning anymore. So the police can at any moment beat you, arrest you. Uh, they can uh, uh, fine you without any reason. Uh, moreover, our government, our prime minister, since, if I'm not wrong, 10th of March, has prohibited the use of any uh, uh, car by the Albanians. And uh, because uh, every day... In some days, but today, for example, we are in a total lockdown. But during the weeks, uh, uh, our prime minister announces through his Facebook page. He says, let us say, from 10 to 12 noon, you'll have uh, you'll be permitted to go and buy food. So during this uh, small window of time, we are not allowed to get into our cars. We're not allowed to travel anywhere. So uh, uh, our prime minister uh, has ordered the police to confiscate any kind of vehicle that Albanians use, be it a motorbike, a car, a tractor, a, even a bicycle. So it is considered a crime in this moment to even ride a bicycle. The public transport has, uh, has been stopped. Everything has been closed. And our prime minister... Uh, who, in my opinion, he's even a bit psychopath. Uh, he is behaving like being a military dictator. And uh, to the shame of the U.S. government, <laughs> the U.S. embassy in Tirana is supporting this, uh, what I call a coronavirus coup d'etat in the country. Uh, and it is very funny, as I mentioned before, because Albania doesn't have... So many infections. We, to, as of today, we it is proclaimed that we have only 80 people. We are not like in Italy or in China that you have thousands and thousands of people infected by the coronavirus. We have very few people. We have uh, we have 80 people as of today, and even though we have so few people, uh, uh, I mean we have an end to all the liberties and uh, the democratic system that we are supposed to live in. Also, tell me what the, what is the population right now of of Albania? The total population. <clears throat> the population of Albania is approximately uh, around or less than three million. The majority of uh, people live uh, in Tirana, which is capital. 
around one million and a half, and uh, we have more than two million of Albanians who live in Europe and uh, in the uh, United States and Canada. Uh, it is crazy what is going on. I mean, we, we feel so, so frightened. Uh, uh, and we feel so left, uh, I mean, abandoned by the rest of the of the world, and uh, uh, Albanians. In this moment that I'm 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 talking, there are many people who are starving. There are many people who were protesting until uh, three days ago, uh, but as uh, since uh, two days, when our government has ordered the army to invade our cities, we have mass beatings of people, uh, we have arrests, and uh, many people uh, are in this moment that I'm, I'm speaking, they're starving. Why? Because uh, the Edirama government uh, closed everything in the country on Friday, on Friday after uh, 1 p.m. And today is Sunday. I'm, me, myself, that I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from the city of uh, Shenzhen, we are without bread at home. There, there is no shop open, we cannot find bread anywhere, so we have to eat anything that we can. So just to put this in perspective, uh, population just over 3 million, you have uh, 80, 88 cases, uh, supposedly, um, uh, alleged cases, I might add, of the coronavirus. That's 30, that's approximately 30 cases per million people yes. on, the, on the ratio, with allegedly two deaths attributed to coronavirus. We'll, we'll talk about the medical uh, veracity of some of these claims maybe later on in the show, perhaps maybe with you, but um, also there, there's a number of uh, crises that you could call a public health crisis. There's a number of uh, 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 epidemics which run through your country over the years. I'm sure you're familiar with some of them, social or physical or even infectious, okay, and, and in other countries as well, not just Albania. But does do you think this rises to the level of quote pandemic, and does it justify uh, locking down uh, anything, or could this just be have been managed by normal common sense uh, safety protocols? Well, in Albania, we have more deaths that happen uh, through car accidents or through uh, drug abuse than from uh, uh, the so-called coronavirus, number one. Number two, many of the doctors who are examining the people who are infected by the coronavirus, they have uh, claimed, they have uh, shown in the media that these people who died, they didn't die because of coronavirus, but they died because they had other diseases. One of the people who died, uh, he died because he was suffering from leukemia. He had a blood cancer. So the first person, he didn't die because of coronavirus, but he died because of cancer. The second uh, person, he had some other complications in his body. Now, the thing that <clears throat> many Albanians are asking our government is, number one, why should our government declare a state of emergency and put the whole country in a lockdown? And number two, uh, many journalists have seen these people who are infected by the coronavirus and this coronavirus is nothing, is only a high fever. What, 
we are suspecting that is happening in this country is that we think we're having a military coup against democracy. The so-called coronavirus is being used as an excuse to, number one, lock down all the Albanians, terrorize all the public opinion. In this moment that I'm talking, no Albanian dares to go out because he's afraid that the army or the police are going to beat him, arrest him, or God knows, maybe even kill him. So uh, what is happening here in Albania, and I think that Albania is a very good case study in order to understand all the myth of the so-called coronavirus that we are witnessing today in the world, is that the fear of coronavirus is being used in order to install a military dictatorships throughout the world. Albania is a very good case to be uh, uh, understood and researched because, number one, we have, as of today, only eight peop- 80, 80 people who are claimed to be infected by coronavirus. We have seen some of these people who have put videos on the internet and they have nothing. They have only some fever, maybe 37 or, or, or 38 uh, uh, is uh, their, 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 their temperature, which is nothing serious. Our government is using the fear of coronavirus to give an end to our uh, democracy, number one. And number two, uh, for people who observe Italian media and uh, the situation in Italy, the case of Albania was used yesterday by uh, the Italian government and Prime Minister Conte because yesterday uh, the Prime Minister of uh, Italy put all Italy in, a, in a, Giuseppe Conte, he put all Italy in a, in a lockdown and the Italian medias were using the example of Albania and they were showing, look how nice Albania is. Albania has declared a state of emergency. Albania and our psychopath prime minister, Eddie Rama, has put everybody in home. So we should do the same even in Italy. My suspicion is, a thing that I have have even declared in our uh, social medias here in Albania is that we are being faced <laughs> with, a, with some kind of a, uh, organized and well-planned military coup, which is uh, uh, happening throughout uh, uh, the world, and in particular in Europe, whereby certain people are trying to give an end to the freedoms and and democracy that we have enjoyed so far, and they are trying to establish a a new kind of system. The second thing that is very important is (coughs) that while we in Albania, as of today, have only eight people infected with coronavirus, what our prime minister has done He has closed every business in Albania. So if you are a farmer in this moment, if you are a fisherman, if you are a construction worker, you are not allowed to go to work. So what is happening is that people are starving here because we have some people who are very poor in this country and these people live with whatever they earn thanks to their daily work. These people are no longer able to earn money and to send bread to their families. People are starving and we we are having many riots. I have posted on my Twitter account people rioting for for bread 
and the people who are protesting against the government throughout the country. Last night, uh, the the police in Tirana, they went in several districts and they were beating people up and people were crying and screaming because these people were going out to buy medicine or buy food. So what is happening is that I think the whole story of a coronavirus, it seems to me to be more a myth than a fact. We have some people who have high fever. Our government claims that these people have coronavirus. Good enough. Out of these 80 people, around 20 to 25, they're doctors and and and, uh, and nurses. These people were infected because they didn't probably know how to protect themselves. But because we have only 80 people who have high fever, this is in a no way a justification for somebody to destroy a whole country, to terrorize everyone, and moreover, to destroy the economy of the country. Our prime minister has been in two TV stations in the last uh, three nights. First was a top channel and the second one was Clan TV. And he was interviewed by some journalists and they were telling to him, okay, Mr. Prime Minister, you claim that we have the coronavirus issue. But they were saying, why you don't allow people to work? Why don't you allow people to, to use their cars to go and do shopping? And the only answer that he was giving was that we are in a war. And he is calling everybody, including people like me, who are questioning the so-called war that they have declared. They are officially calling us traitors. So we are all traitors. Why? Only because we are asking our government to allow people the freedom to move, to work, to go shopping, to maintain their families. And what is the funniest thing of all <clears throat> is that our prime minister, he even declared in TV and he said, we're going to have this coronavirus among us uh, until July or August 2020. <laughs> so so it seems our, our prime minister, he has a very clear uh, picture in front of him for how long coronavirus will be among us. And uh, when the journalists were asking him, were telling to him, sir, but with the total lockdown that you are doing, you are destroying the economy of the country. And his answer was, yes, we have to make sacrifices because we're in a war. We're in a war with this horrible enemy and we have to fight him. And he said, yes, I know that we are going to destroy the economy, but... In May, he said, we're going to international markets and we're going to ask for a big, big loan. Now, for people who know the politics of Albania, Eddie Rama, <clears throat> he was picked up by the Rothschild family, some members of the Rothschild family who live in Paris, and they brought him to the Socialist Party of Albania with the help of the U.S. Embassy in Tirana, and they introduced him as mayor of Tirana in 2005. He is also a very, very close friend of uh, George Soros, and the son of George Soros, Alex Soros, is a frequent guest in Albania. He's also a very good friend of Tony Blair and uh, the... Uh, uh, French, uh, ex-French Prime Minister, uh, what is his name? I forgot. Uh, Sarkozy? Sarkozy. And uh, uh, Sarkozy and his wife and Tony Blair, they come every summer here with special charters. They have their own villas and they, 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 they spend their holidays with Eddie Rama. So <clears throat> Eddie Rama is not somebody who is not important. He's somebody very important, very well connected with... Uh, 
very high end uh, families and, and rulers in, in, in Western Europe and in the United States. He's a darling of the Rothschilds and Soros. So everything that he does, he knows the, the script. So the script that he has revealed to us in Albania is number one, we are at war. The war is with coronavirus. Even though, as of today, we had 80, but uh, uh, three days ago, we, we had only 50 people who were infected with coronavirus. Even though we have no death out of coronavirus, but two people who died, they had other complications. But our prime minister has declared to us that we are in war and we have to obey to him, number one. Number two is, in the name of the coronavirus, he has cancelled democracy in the country. We are being ruled by a military and a, a police regime. If we go in the streets, he has openly told us he is going to beat and tear Gazas. He is every day posting on his uh, Facebook page pictures from police beating people in Algeria and uh, uh, American police beating blacks in, in, in America and uh, showing to us that this is how I'm going to beat you as well. And number three is because, <clears throat> when is it, uh, on Friday and on, on, on Thursday, which was on the uh, 18th and 19th, we had many people protesting throughout uh, Albania and, and going to the street and asking from the government to allow people to work and to go out and to do shopping, etc. And because he understood that people are raising up, what he has done uh, since uh, the 19th, which was uh, on, on Friday, he has sent the military with the military uh, uh, machines, with Humvees, uh, in, 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 to patrol the streets of all Albania. As this is a sign of showing to Albanians that if you raise up against my government, I'm going to machine gun you. So we are being treated as being like as if we're Palestinians being ruled in West Bank by the invading Israeli army. And uh, moreover, our prime minister is quoting uh, uh, Israeli politicians like uh, the defense minister of Israel, Naftali Bennett, in order to show to the Albanians that the thing is very serious and you have to obey to me. So we are in a total lockdown. We are being intimidated by uh, the military with uh, machine guns and military machines. We're being beaten and tear gassed by the police. Our prime minister has told us that we have to stay like this until uh, July or August of 2020, because this is the time that he thinks that the coronavirus is going to go away. He has told us that he is going to get a huge loan from international bankers on May, on, uh, May 2020. And this loan is going to be taken in order to recover the destruction of the Albanian economy that he is causing because of this. So, in few words, what we, are, what we think that is going on here in Albania is that the whole issue of a coronavirus is a myth. There is nothing like a coronavirus here, but we have some people who probably have a high fever. We are not having a pandemic here in Albania. People are not dying here like, like in Wuhan in China or like in Bergamo in Italy. We do not have that thing, but we are living under a totalitarian military dictator, dictatorship where the enemy is being called the coronavirus and its collaborators are those Albanians who want 
for the return of democracy, for these people who want Albania to be a country ruled by law and not by machine guns and the army. But our prime minister is being, uh, uh, I mean, behaving like a dictator. We don't have any opposition in the parliament. The, the opposition abandoned the parliament in Albania in February 2020 because uh, uh, it was proven through many recordings by the German secret service that the elections were bought in Albania by the government of uh, Edi Rama. Uh, our prime minister, he stole the municipal elections on 10th of June 2020 because the opposition still boycotted it. But the U.S. government, the U.S. embassy here in Tirana, Mike Pompeo, Mike Pence and Trump, everybody is supporting the government of Edi Rama because, apart from the coronavirus, here in our country we're hosting a terrorist paramilitary organization called the Mujahideen al-Halq. They have around 3,000 jihadis who live in a paramilitary camp in the town, in the village of Manza. And from this village, they attack Iran on, 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 uh, on I mean, uh, almost every day through uh, internet, but sometimes even direct attacks against a foreign country. Yes, that's the MEK, uh, the Mujahideen al-Hek. This is the so-called opposition uh, to that the U.S. keeps touting is going to overthrow uh, the, the the government in Tehran, uh, as if that's even possible. But uh, that's another another issue altogether. Just looking at this terrorist organization, well, they they were taken off the U.S. terrorist list, and as soon as they were taken off, all the money started flowing from the MEK into the pockets of U.S. politicians uh, as well. So it's absolutely wholly corrupt, but. Yeah, you, you um so Olsi, uh do you, do you think that uh do you think that your government or lack of government your dictator is using the western countries to tell his people say look France is locked down look the UK is locked down look everyone else is doing it so this is for your own good they're, they're using the more powerful countries uh the the, the client state is using the more powerful uh, sponsor uh, states there uh, to justify this policy. Is, is is this happening as well? Like this international, uh, you know, saying it's an international effort, that sort of thing? Oh, yes, he's using that. <laughs> and uh, almost on a daily basis, he takes uh, pictures from uh, Italy. He's using Italy a lot. And uh, <laughs> last night, uh, after watching... Uh, Italian TV stations who were quoting Albania as an example that Italy have to follow in order to give an end to democracy in Italy and to establish a military dictatorship in the country. I, in a way, understood that what Edirama is doing here is serving to uh, Giuseppe Conte in uh, Italy. But uh, our prime minister is also using a lot what is going on in Italy, He's telling to Albanians, look at Italy, look what Italy is doing. We have to do the same thing and look at France, what France is doing, and we have to do the same thing. But <clears throat> what is happening uh, now with us in Albania is that in Albania we have the most radical and extremist dictatorship that is happening now in uh, Europe in the name of the fight against coronavirus. Because in Italy or in France or in Spain, for that matter, you are allowed to go and do shopping. You are allowed to use your car. 
But here in Albania, we're not allowed to use any vehicle at all. And we are being closed for days to stay inside homes. And moreover, when we compare the uh, uh, cases of, uh, let us say, Spain and Italy, there is no way to compare those with Albania. Because in Albania, we don't have as many foreigners as uh, you have in, in Spain or in Italy or in France. And uh, the number of infections, if let us presume that these infections are true, are not high. There are only eight people. But what is happening in, in this moment, I think, we, we have a kind of uh, alliance between uh, different occult groups throughout uh, uh, Europe who are, in a way, trying to scare their own citizens with a, with, a, with a fear of the coronavirus. And the thing that concerns us a lot is that coronavirus is being used as an excuse to take away our democracy. Okay, uh, for example, many people here in Albania, they're ready uh, to support the government for, for whatever it wants to do against uh, the coronavirus. But this should never be used as an excuse to take away the democracy. I mean, to take away the possibility of people to express themselves, uh, for the people to use their own vibe, uh, their own cars, to do shopping, and to, uh, to, to work wherever they can. W what is happening with us is that uh, uh, we, we, we are living in a totalitarian system, and the only the best example of uh, what is happening now in Albania can be the case of China, when the, the, the Chinese government put uh, the, the, the province of Wuhan in a total lockdown. But China had uh, thousands of people infected by coronavirus, number one. Second is that China is not a democracy. But here in Albania, <laughs> according to our constitution and according to the laws that the Americans uh, imposed on us after uh, the fall of communism, we are supposed to live in democracy. We're supposed to have a freedom of speech. We're supposed to have freedom of movement. Uh, what our prime minister has done, he has forced all our religious communities to close all uh, the mosques and churches in this country. So if you go to pray to your God, you'll be arrested as a traitor immediately. Mosques are closed, churches are closed, all the public events have been banned and everything else. So we are living in a totalitarian coronavirus dictatorship. And, and, and uh, how long do you think this will last? Because uh, this isn't sustainable, OC. I mean, what you're describing here, people need to eat. Uh, how long until the people start getting extremely restless? And it, it, it's, it, it's going to have to come to some, you know, to some head like this. I mean, this can't continue, can it? <laughs> Our prime minister said that we're going to, continue like this until July or August 2020. So, according to him, things are very clear. We are going to be locked down in our, our homes until uh, summer of this year, at the best scenario. But what is happening <laughs> is that Albanians are revolting. We have especially the, the poor communities in Albania, the Roma, the, the Gypsy, uh, who are uh, protesting everywhere because they are some of the poorest people of this country. We have many peasants who are protesting and we, we have many other people who are, I mean, who cannot any, any longer uh, live 
uh, imprisoned inside of their homes. So uh, what I predict is uh, that uh, in the coming weeks, we'll have major confrontations between the people and the police. Already we have seen some. Uh, for example, yesterday we had uh, in uh, Tirana a number of incidents where the police went and beat up the people and people were screaming and yelling. And uh, like two or three days ago, we had many protests throughout um, Albania, especially Tirana, because even we have even uh, big media censorship blackout. Our, our prime minister has ordered all the medias <laughs> to propagate only the, his line. And uh, moreover, we don't have any government because everything that is happening in this country is being dictated through the Facebook of our prime minister. So he decides when we can go to buy bread and when we can go home. We don't have ministers, we don't have health ministers or other people who uh, will uh, tell us what to do and uh, when to do it. The parliament has been disbanded. The parliament is not working anymore. So we do not have these uh, institutions of uh, check and balances that democracy requires in order to restrain a dictator. So we have only the prime minister who is behaving <clears throat> like a totalitarian dictator. And we have the U.S. ambassador here in Albania uh, who comes out and praises our government for what it is doing in order to remove the democratic rights of our people in name of the coronavirus. <laughs> what I predict that will happen is that uh, within a few weeks, we're going to have major revolts throughout Albania. Last week, we had a number of incidents where Albanians who were frustrated and wanted to go to their friends or, 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 or relatives, and they jumped in their own cars and they were chased by the police. And we had some incidents. We had actually two where these people, they rammed their cars on the police and they were arrested. So, uh, um, in my opinion, people are growing uh, impatient here, and uh, especially the people who are poor, who have nothing to eat, who have nothing to give to their, their, their kids, are very soon going to riot. So, I predict uh, maximum within three weeks, we'll have major hunger uh, strikes in, in, in um, Albania, where people are going to go to the streets. The situation can become very dramatic because our prime minister has already sent uh, Humvees with uh, machine guns in the street. So we might have people being killed and police and people from the army being killed. And God forbid, uh, we might end up into a new civil war here in Albania, where people are going to rebel against the dictatorship of coronavirus. And um, uh, in the worst case scenario, I, I, I think that we might have even the toppling of our government, which is supported by the U.S. embassy here. Wow. Well, we'll, we'll try. We're going to try to keep uh, track of uh, this story. So many other. Uh, situations to keep track of as well, but uh, uh, as as I said before, Olsi, you know, Albania is more advanced down the road of this particular situation than some other countries. So we can learn a lot by seeing what's happening in Albania. There's a link on the show page to Olsi's Twitter account where he's uh, giving regular updates and some good. Uh, th uh, updates and news sources of, of what's really happening there. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, Olsi, uh, I just want to thank you for uh, for joining us this week. I know it's a very difficult time for you and for your country, 
uh, and the people there and everybody, your family, everything. So, you know, we really hope and pray that uh, uh, some sane people will emerge from this and really just uh, stop this madness, which is really gripping the whole planet right now, or most of the planet anyway. Uh, uh, Patrick, if I could add something more, because I I forgot, Uh, something that our Prime Minister is mentioning that is going to happen here with us is that uh, there is much talk going around about the danger that uh, the cash represents for us as Albanians, that we should not use it. So, apart from locking down the country, apart from imposing a dictatorship, Apart from destroying our economy, which I think is being made in a way so that after destroying uh, Albanian capitalism, we will have foreign uh, bankers who are going to come here and buy out our businesses, especially in the tourism industry, because Albania has a very good and successful uh, tourism uh, sector. Uh, Something else that is happening from our government is that (laughs) our prime minister is forcing every Albanian to do any payment that they want to do online. Here in uh, Eastern Europe and in Albania, we use a lot of cash. We are not like people in the West, United States or UK who use credit cards. And in that sense, we are much freer people. And uh, (laughs) the average Albanian... (coughs) is much richer than many Americans or uh, uh, other people in the West because we are lucky enough, we own our own homes thanks to the socialist era. So, uh, for this reason, our lives so far has been quite good because people in this country, they need just to work in order to eat. We don't need to work like people work in the West who you need to work double of what we do because you have to work for uh, for for the corporations. You need to pay rents and you need to pay bills and then you have to think about your own food. <laughs> so our life here is much better. But what our prime minister is doing, and actually since when he came to power, number one, <laughs> he raised taxes a lot. And uh, he jailed many Albanians, and this was part of a deal that he had to do with the World Bank in order for forcing Albanians to pay many bills that we were not paying. So he changed our penal code, and now people are being jailed. And uh, number two is, uh, because he's a champion of raising taxes here and borrowing so much money from Western bankers, IMF, World Bank, and what have you. And now what I think that um, is the uh, one of the major goals of this coronavirus dictatorship and fear is that they are trying to take out the cash out of the hands of Albanians. They are trying to force the Albanians <coughs> to do everything through credit cards and through banks. By doing this, they are trying to, in a way, take the money out of the hands of Albanians, control the money. And we have so much informal money, <coughs> and this coronavirus uh, uh, regime that we have now is in continuation of what the U.S. government has been doing with Albania for the last uh, three years. They are vetting every politician here. They are confiscating monies and closing businesses here in Albania because they are asking the Albanians, where did you find the money to build your hotel and to build your factory and what have you? And uh, now 
what our government was doing only a few days before declaring the coronavirus state of emergency, he was appealing to all Albanians, even those who live uh, as immigrants in Western Europe, to declare their assets. Because he said, if you do not declare your assets, we're going to confiscate them. And uh, in a way, the coronavirus is being used as a tool, number one, to destroy our economy, and number two is to uh, uh, take control of what Albanians already own, whatever cash they have. Now, for everything, we have to uh, do it through banks and credit cards. And this is a long-term strategy which is serving to these banking elites who have even brought Edirama to power in order because they want to suck as much money from Albanians and, and as possible. So, I mean, my final conclusion is <laughs> that the whole coronavirus story is, uh, is, is, is a fake, is a fake story, at least for Albania. We don't have any problem with the coronavirus, but it is being used for terrorizing our people, for making them more obedient to the dictatorship of these international bankers, for taking away our freedoms, for destroying our democracy, and moreover, for milking the Albanians. Okay, well, that's uh, Osi Yazeji, and he's talking to us from Albania, and uh, it's, it's a pretty dire situation there. Um, hopefully, Olsi will will be able to keep in touch and and perhaps talk again uh, on this program or another program uh, in the near future. Um, certainly, what's what's happening there is um, uh, it's it's a canary in the coal mine for the rest of Europe and the West, possibly as well. So, but we appreciate your coming on the show, Olsi, to to tell us this this update. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, well, there he goes, ladies and gentlemen. That is old. That is Olsi Yazeji, and uh, there's a link to his Twitter account on the show page. Uh, do check it out. Do follow him, uh, and we'll be staying in touch, obviously, with Olsi as well and seeing how this uh, situation develops. We're going to take a short break. We're going to connect our next guest, Andre Vilcek, on the other side. This is the Sunday Wire. I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen. We'll be right back. No Something's got to change Cause after the rain now Things just can't stay Stay the same No right now Something's got to change After the rain now Things just can't stay Stay the same 